Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in John chapter 7, verses 40 through 52, and we're going to see a division arise between the people regarding who they think Jesus is. In addition, we're going to learn about Jesus as, quote, the prophet, which is some new stuff for me that I'm excited to share with you. But before we dive in, let's just remember this scenario. The Feast of Booths, or the Feast of Tabernacles, a seven-day feast, is taking place in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is in a region called called Judea. Jesus had previously been in Galilee, which is a region north of Judea. You might remember a few passages ago, Jesus' brothers suggested that he go to Jerusalem for the feast so that he might gain a platform for himself to expand his notoriety and his influence. Jesus did not go according to their terms because he's not trying to set up an earthly kingdom, but he did go privately on his own. While he was there, he did some teaching in the temple. Of course, the place is thick with Jewish people who have come for this feast this celebration, and the Pharisees are threatened by Jesus' presence there. They sent the temple guard to arrest him. In yesterday's text, Jesus again refers to the importance of believing in him, and he says that if anyone thirsts, they can come to him and drink. We unpacked what that meant, and that kind of gets us to where we are today. So let's jump into verse 40. When they heard these words, some of the people said, this really is the prophet. Others said, this is the Christ. But some said, is the Christ to come from Galilee? Has not the scripture said that the Christ comes from from the offspring of David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David was. So there was a division among the people over him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. So let's sort this all out. Some people on hearing and seeing Jesus thought that he was the Christ, that is the Messiah, the one who has promised to come and redeem the people of Israel to their God. This makes a lot of sense to those of us who've been around the scriptures. Jesus was in fact the Christ and he claimed many times, as did others around him, claim many times that he was the Christ. So this isn't that new to us. Other people, though, thought that he was the prophet, and the prophet, I learned, is somebody who was promised by Moses way back in about 1300 BC as someone who had come who the people should follow. In fact, let's look back at the text in Deuteronomy 18:15, where Moses says this, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your brothers. It is to him you shall listen. So a couple things happened as redemptive history unfolded going forward with relation to what Moses is talking about here. First of all, God did raise up a line of prophets. There were many prophets in the Old Testament. When we did the Old Testament overview, we touched on major prophets, we touched on minor prophets who were spokespeople for God, who came into a situation where the people usually were being disobedient or drifting from God. They spoke truth to the people, warned people of the consequences of their not obeying God, and also, in some cases, foretold the future about what God was going to do as his redemptive plan continued to unfold, much of it culminating in the New Testament with the coming of Jesus Christ. I had long known that Jesus Christ fulfilled several offices like prophet and priest and king, but I didn't understand until just today that there was somebody who is the prophet who the Jewish people were looking forward to. And so in addition to this line of prophets that came throughout the Old Testament, who Moses was no doubt alluding to in that passage, many Jewish people also expected there to be 
a singular final prophet, one who would culminate this line of prophets and be somehow associated with the Messiah. When we get to the book of Acts, which is our next book in the Bible overview, we'll see Peter refer back to the thing that Moses said in Deuteronomy, suggesting that Jesus is the fulfillment of this prophecy of the prophet who is to come. Stephen, who was martyred for his faith in Acts 7, also speaks about the prophet, referring again to Jesus. And there are a couple other times in the book of John when people have asked, is Jesus the prophet? What this audience in John chapter 7 that we're looking at today doesn't understand is that Jesus is not only the Messiah, but is also the prophet. The same person, Jesus, is going to fulfill both of those roles, Messiah and the prophet. So they're confused and divided about this. Some think he's the prophet, some think he's the Messiah, and there are still others saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't you know that the Messiah is not going to come from Galilee? Why are they suggesting that Jesus is from Galilee? Because he was in Galilee immediately prior to the feast, and his ministry headquarters were largely in Capernaum, which is in Galilee as well. These people are good Bible scholars. They say, no, no, the Old Testament says he's supposed to come from the line of David, which means he needs to come from Bethlehem. So this can't be the Christ. As we know, Jesus is from Bethlehem. That's where he was born. At any rate, there's division. Some wanted him arrested, but in the end, the temple guard who were sent by the Pharisees to do just that didn't lay hands on him. Verse 45. The officers then came back to the chief priests and the Pharisees who said to them, why did you not bring him in? The officers answered, no one ever spoke like this man. The Pharisees answered them, have you also been deceived? Have any of the authorities or the Pharisees believed in him? But this crowd that does not know the law is accursed. These Pharisees are pretty upset with the temple guard. They sent him out with specific orders. They didn't carry out those orders. And there's kind of a rhetorical question there. None of us Pharisees, none of us theological muckety-mucks and experts of the Jewish religion have believed in him. I hope none of you have believed in him. And as for the crowd who's asking these questions about is he the Messiah or is he the prophet, they're accursed. And it's evident they don't even know the law. That's what these Pharisees are saying. Verse 50. Here's a familiar name. Nicodemus, who had gone to him before and who was one of them, one of the Pharisees, said to them, does our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? So Nicodemus is being pretty bold here. He is a Pharisee. He is one of the theological muckety-mucks. He is one of the experts of the Jewish religion. And he's saying to his colleagues who are all wanting Jesus arrested and hating on him, slow down here, guys. We can't judge this guy without first giving him a hearing and learning what he's all about. And the Pharisees replied to Nicodemus, are you from Galilee too? In other words, why are you being sympathetic to this Galilean? Search and see that no prophet arises from Galilee. This is the kind of interaction that the Pharisees are having with the temple guard and now with one of their own, Nicodemus, which is one of the reasons, along with another interaction involving Nicodemus that we'll get to later, that many think that Nicodemus actually ended up putting his faith in Jesus Christ. Well, friends, that wraps up the narrative surrounding Jesus' visit to the Feast of Booths. And in this last text, you can see the tension rising, you can see the stakes getting higher, as the Pharisees are realizing that the crowds are more and more sympathetic to Jesus, their own temple guard won't follow their orders regarding Jesus, and one of their own Nicodemus sounds like he's starting to crack as well. So what we already know is no surprise, that there's going to be this great conflict and confrontation, this blow-up between the Pharisees and Jesus, who is both Messiah and the prophet. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily 
Pinto sponsored The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.